Welcome back to Speaking from a Distance. I'm your host there, and again, I'm joined with Hannah and Josie. So, what did we go to? What pages did we go to again? Um, we 100 read... 100 to 150. Yeah. Okay. So... Um... So, can you tell how, um... How she's changing, in a way? Yeah. Like, I can tell that she's changing a bit... Like, I know that she changed a bunch from the beginning of the book, but, like, I didn't see very any drastic changes from 100 to 150. Not, I didn't see a lot of that. Yeah, I kind of feel like they're going to save it for, like, the ending kind of deal. You can definitely tell that she is changing, though. Yeah, I, I can and see I can see that, but like they don't... everything around her is changing, too, so I feel like she's just trying to cope with it all. Yeah. Um, I, I, now, now, because I, I see that, them um, because, um, she went to that one basketball game and, like, like, it was a playoff game or whatever, and I know that she, like, she fell asleep in the janitor's closet, and yeah. I can feel, I can see how that's, um, resembling, like, what happened at, like, what happened at the end of marking period, um, three, like, what happened, and how she's kind of, the closet is kind of, like, resembling, like, like, there's nothing there. It's nameless, just, like, what she kind of feels in a way, too. Um, yeah, I get that. Yeah, so I feel like the closet it has a way bigger picture than we thought, than I, than I thought first of. Also, um, did you guys, or do you remember that Melinda skipped school? I think, isn't that the first time she did that? I thought, I think she skipped before. Like, in the last marking period, I think she skipped and then she got in trouble before, I think. Yeah, I think she's just making it more frequent now. Yeah, I think she skipped and then she had a, like, detention or whatever for, like, a whole week or whatever, I think. Yeah. Yeah. And then... And then... Um, go. On go ahead. Page, it's okay. On page 114, um, it, they meet with the guidance counselor and the principal about Melinda saying how last year she was all straight B's, no behavioral problems. Um, she wasn't absent a lot. And now this year it's totally the opposite. Like she's gone all the time. She has like bad grades and the guidance counselor thinks it's a family problem, which I totally agree with. Yeah. I know. Yeah. The dad denied it. He didn't think it was yeah. that, but but after like she was done with her detention, he's like, "Oh, I think you should go get new clothes and like, and like go shopping with your mom." But it had to be at their mom's store and everything, which I can see that the guy in the house wants to end this one time together, which I get because you want to make sure that she has a healthy home environment because if you don't have a healthy home environment and not a healthy school environment, nothing's it's just really bad. In a way. Well, and to make things worse, when Heather officially broke things off with her, um, and she told her that she needed, like, professional help, I feel like, I don't know, that really made an impact, too. Not just with her family, but, like, Heather knew most of the problems, and she kind of, like, 
made it known to her that that should be an option for her. Yeah. Yeah. Makes sense. And the dad, he's in, like, total denial. Like, he doesn't think it's their fault at all. They He blames it on the school and basically the guidance counselor because Melinda just wants attention when really she doesn't want attention. She just doesn't know how to deal with it. Yeah. Yeah, it, yeah and, like it's it kind of it's like she found resilience in some ways like my definition of resilience is like you have so you have so much stuff coming at you and then you find recover you can recover from that like i have definitely experienced that through many things and i have recovered from it but not fully and i think she had such like a whole like bad trauma thing like it was so much trauma that happened to her that like She's, she's like, hiding from everybody. She's isolating herself. Um, she's skipping school because she feels more, I think, safe in that way. I think. Yeah. Yeah. Um, her report card doesn't seem any different. The social life is still an F, social studies F. Spanish D, Art A, Lunch D, Biology D+, Algebra F, Close Fs, uh, English D+, and Gym D. So the only good grade she gave herself is an art, and that's not that hard. <laughs> yeah, but yeah. but I think when she went to go buy clothes with her mom, um, I think her art teacher gave her a ride to her mom's store, I'm pretty sure. I think... That's what happened. Um, so at that... They gave her a ride, but I don't know if it was to the mom, mom's store. Or, I, or it was, like, the art teacher gave her a ride, and he or she was, like, um, talking about her tree, because that's her um, year-long um, project. And she was, she, she was kind of... He was talking, like, don't talk about, like, your... Um, like, trying to connect with your feelings and what you feel most of the time. But I don't think she wanted to show that because then if she showed that and then the teacher saw it, she um, the teacher would be a lot more concerned about what's happening in her life right now and seeing that she probably needs a lot of help and that would not... It wouldn't be good because I don't think she wants to draw so much attention to herself because then she becomes... Then, a lot of pe- she, has to, then she has to talk to a lot of people about it and also she has to probably have to tell what's actually going on because if it's a, such a bad thing then she I don't think she wants to talk about anything really right now she's just kind of just not doesn't want to be a part of anything right now I'm guessing yeah and then at the end of the marking she told us like the whole story of the party yeah i feel like little things just remind her of it yeah that doesn't make anything any better yeah like walking home late at night going on top of her going on her porch looking at the moon and then she just reminds her back to that night and i think she's not trying to um trying to um not remember it because it's probably so much trauma at that one time that anything that brings her back to it, 
just makes it worse and worse. Yeah. Yeah, she definitely suffers from PTSD, although it's not like a huge dramatic event. It definitely does affect her in her life now. Yeah, like um, when they, when the basketball team won against, I think, the Cougars, I think they were called. Um, Mm -hmm. the, the basketball player asked him, asked her, like, you want to come over to my house? Like, my, like, my dad said we could have anybody over. And then, like, we're going to have pizza and stuff. Like, she was like, I, like, what she had, she said she had two Melindos with her. Like, one said, like, oh, I really want to go there. Like, I think it would be really fun. And then one Melinda's like, what happens if he lied about her, um, his parents not being there? Like, I, she can't really trust anybody. You know? Yeah. It's just, it's, I, I just, it feels like she really wants to do it, but she's scared that it's going to happen again. And I think that because she didn't know really anybody, well, she didn't know people at the party, but nobody was around her, I'm guessing, when it happened. But I'm guessing if, um, because the guy invited her over, and I think he would probably, she would probably stick with him. So it wouldn't be like she's not alone at the party because that's what happened. And that's how she got, that's how she got um, sexually assaulted at that time. What if, what if part of the reason that she is so um, traumatized by this, well, I think anyone would be if it happened to, if you knew the person or not. But what if she did know the person? That that like, is, yeah. Like if if the guy was there at the party, um, she would be like, "Oh my gosh, it's him again! I can't be here." It's like when you, if you know the guy and you see him again, or anybody who did it to you, you don't look at you, like when also when she was trying on clothes, she looked at she looked and like. I didn't think she was inside her own body, it seemed like. And that's... Yeah. She, like, she was like, I don't think this is me or whatever. Like, it was a very odd uh, um, way how it happened. I don't... I didn't think it was... It was kind of weird how it happened. But I know... I know she really... I think one... The, the second... The one part of her really wanted to go and the one part's like, well... I don't want to go. I can't trust anybody. What happens if he's lying about his parents being there? It's just a, so traumatized that she can't really trust anybody. Yeah, I don't know. I'm definitely excited to read the next part. Yeah. See what happens. Me too. I feel like there's going to be a lot of drama going on in it. Definitely. I th- I do think that she's going to um get stronger from the like she's probably gonna like come back and like do well now. I think at the end of the book she's gonna like tell people and she's gonna get help to get through it. Because speaking about sexual assault is very hard for many people. I feel like she's going to confront a bunch of people that she feels made her feel less of herself. Well, everybody knew, yeah. like, their, her old friends knew that she called the cops on the party. 
So that's why everybody, all our old friends don't like her anymore. So. Well, since um, the parents had a meeting with the guidance counselor, I think the guidance counselor is going to make her see a therapist or something. And then the therapist is going to tell her to confront her problems instead of like running away from them and not trying to resolve what's going on because it's not helping her at all in life. She's just being more miserable. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I, I, right now, I don't see how she's going to get stronger as of right now. I don't see her getting better right now in the book. But in my, my prediction, she's going to get better. But I have no idea. In the long run, I think she's going to, but not anytime soon. Not in her high school life. Yeah. I'm guessing yeah. I'm guessing she's going to get better, but not, like, so good that she's going to be like, I'm over it. Because I'm guessing she's never going to get over that, but she's going to be like, I can be more, not open, but, like, I can trust a little bit more people. Like, I'm guessing she did trust Heather before. But now because Heather broke stuff off with her, I don't think she can. She she really can't trust anybody else now. Because that was the only person she really knew and was friends with. So, like, how is she going to trust anybody when she has no friends and really nothing to, to go, like, sit by and make sure she's not feeling alone and everything? Yeah, that makes sense. Yeah. So, do you have anything? Anybody else have anything to add? Add for that? Uh, I don't think so. Josie, you have anything? I think we're pretty much on the same page. Okay. Well, thank you for speak. Um, joining us for episode three of Speaking from Distance. I'll talk to you later.